Good day, buffet. Sorry to keep you waiting. Your table is ready for How You Can Eat, a weekly comeback of K-pop music commentary. My name is Chuck Jose, and each week we take a brand new release and we let you know what we think about it. <laughs> But before we get to that, I got to quickly introduce you to the other co-leaders of the group. He wasn't here last week, but he is here this week. It's Alan Mark. How are you doing this week? I'm Alan? back, baby. I'm good. I'm thriving. Like a cactus, so yes. Uh, or a okay, good. Like a a live cactus, like oh one yeah, that didn't yeah. Die. Though yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a bunch of cacti outside of our uh, door here, and they're all thriving. <laughs> The oh, natural good. rain helped out a lot, so it was cool. oh good, yeah. Because like I, I never know how to like water cacti. Like I just figure they're desert plants, yeah. you know. Well, sometimes so you like, just gotta let them let them live, you know. Because <laughs> like, what if you like over like. I, I assume you can overwater cacti because they're used to like the dry desert lands where they rarely get any rainfall. So like mm -hmm. I never know. But I but I, I just uh, okay. What uh, this is gonna be a really quick question. Yes. What is your favorite type of cactus? <coughs> you can just describe the shape. Do you like the the ones that look like balls with like porcupine spikes Ooh, coming out of it? Um... Or do you like the ones that look like petals? I like the classic, like petally one. <laughs> There's a cactar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steven's doing the uh, <laughs> the Final Fantasy cactus. The Final Fantasy cactus. Yes, um, that that one is my favorite. But I do like the one that's like I think what you're mentioning, like a petal, where it's or it's like yeah. the, the flat one with the so the bunches of spikes. I like those. And then when, when they have the the fruit that blooms yeah, on top yeah, of it yeah. too. Yeah, oh, yeah, so good. Yeah, I like All those. Right. Well. <laughs> on this week's Cacti Talk. All right. All And running at the big three <laughs> is the one that hails from NYC. It's Steven. How are you doing this week, sir? Hello. I'm good. Um, yeah, I like uh, Nopales, I guess. That's uh, Cactus too, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. But yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm good. It's cool. Here in New York, or I, I haven't given a weather report in a while, but yeah. it is November, so it's cooling down. Um, I was gonna say, Stephen, like you, you, um, you don't really divulge too much in your uh, profession, but um, would you consider yourself a scientist? I I don't call myself a scientist anymore, but I did uh, I did uh, when I was in school, and so yeah. I, I never had a, I never had a license, so I was an un, I was practicing uh, science well, unlicensed for a while. So. Don't need no license for a podcast. That's <clears throat> no. all I know. <laughs> I love it. I, I I needed to sneak at least one pun since I I've been off my game lately, and uh, yes, we will we we will we will divulge in way more puns as the show goes on because. By now, you should know what we are covering this week. You probably have listened to this album. You're probably you probably secured tickets for the world tour already. 
But <coughs> we gotta we gotta share some love for the other releases that came out uh, specifically this week. So I'm gonna throw it to Steven. He's gonna give you his specials of the week, and we're gonna sit down and listen and enjoy. Take it um, away. All right. Thank you, Chuck. Um, yeah, this week we we do have, as usual, an interesting set of releases, but uh, I am gonna make it a little quick, hopefully, um, because we have a lot to talk about today. But uh, starting off on Monday, we actually have two single albums on Monday. The first is from a group who has not released music since 2017. <clears throat> um, it's Tiara who's back with a single album called Re Tiara. It is written like uh, R-E colon Tiara. And uh, it is not part of the TO1 verse, um, despite <laughs> the, the way it's spelled. Um, <clears throat> it does uh, have some nice uh, Western country sounds. So uh, I do like that a lot. Um, Keep it going. The, the, <clears throat> yeah. The, the, the title tracks are actually uh, both of the songs on the single album, All Kill and Tiki Taka. So with, the, with those titles, uh, All Kill, I think... They are stating their intentions with their return here. Um, and it is four members, um, Kyuri, Eunjong, Hyomin, and Jion. And this single album was released under the Dingo Music label. Um, I'm not sure, though, like what company they're under right now, though. Um, but yeah, uh, Tiara's had kind of a turbulent history um, after being one of the like top groups shortly after they debut. So I, I think it's, it's nice to have them back. Um, but one note is that the song Tiki Taka was co-written by Cold, uh, someone I like a lot. So go check those out. <clears throat> uh, same day on Monday, we have the second single album from uh, Bernard Park. It's called Bad Influence. And there's a B-side called Easier. And as a little reminder, Bernard won K-Pop Star 3, where he beat fellow Korean-American Sam Kim. Uh, who are, and they're both doing pretty well these days. Uh, and Bernard did write, co-write both of these songs on this single album. Um, moving on to Tuesday, we have a full-length album from someone else who's been in the game for a while, uh, Yuna. And this album is called End Theory with the title track Stardust. This is her sixth full-length album, depending on how you count it. So it might be six or like eight. Um, but those other two are like part of the same album, but separate releases. Oh, uh, anyway, this album has 11 tracks and she composed or wrote lyrics for all but one song, which is called Ort Cloud. Um, which is a, a kind of like cloud formation. Um, so yeah, I, I like you know a lot, even though I, it's been a while since I've really checked her out, but <clears throat> I was a big fan of uh, some of her early music. Um, and then on Thursday, we have the comeback from Wikimiki, their mini album, I Am Me and the title track, Siesta. This is their fifth mini album, their first release in over a year. There are six tracks. Uh, the leader, Jion, or, or Su Ji Suyeon, wrote lyrics for two of the songs and co-composed one of them. And a couple of the other credits include um, songwriters from the group's uh, vendors, Music Cube Inc., Chomyo. And we'll also find 
Anna Timgren and Justin Reinstein on this mini album, who wrote a couple songs, uh, including Push and Pull and The Feels together. <clears throat> so uh, moving on to the last day, uh, Friday, we have a mini album from Monster X. It's called No Limit with the title track, Rush Hour. And this is their 10th mini album. Um, going through the track list as expected. Um, Juhani is involved in every song on the album. Um, I Am is in a bunch. And Hyungwon co-wrote one track. And I, I just noted that this uh, mini album, the first three tracks are called Rush Hour, Autobahn, and Ride With You. So not my favorite theme, but uh, I'll listen to it anyway. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, those are our specials of the week. Fantastic. Um, I don't want to delay any further, guys. I think I think it's time we just dive right in um, into our discussion. Um, Alan, Mark, how much of a breakdown have you prepared for us? My initial plan was to go into some backstory on on uh, <clears throat> on Twice, uh, talking about like their a bit more of their history, like the show uh, Sixteen, where they're basically reformed. Uh, but I decided not to because there are a lot of songs on this album. So <laughs> I would prefer just to go right into the songs. <laughs> All right. Uh, fantastic then. Uh, so like Alan Mark said, we are be- we are going to be covering twice on this week's episode. And this is going to be our third time covering twice. I believe they are now the the leader, I guess. The most episodes so far. Um, yep. When you're like producing so much amazing content, like how do you not just keep making episodes about twice? So this one is a doozy, guys. We have a lot. I mean, we keep we all keep saying it. Uh, we have a lot of <laughs> songs to cover. Usually, we're covering like mini albums and whatnot, but we potentially have 15 tracks to talk about this week. So. I'm going to stop talking and I'm just going to dive right into track number one, which is coincidentally our lead single. Oh, sorry, everyone. We are be, we're going to be covering Twice's album, Formula <laughs> of Love. Um, <laughs> you should already know this by now. Uh, Steven mentioned it last week. Uh, but it's Formula of Love, colon, O plus T equals heart ASCII art thing, I Less guess. Than three. Oh, you know. <laughs> Less heart than three, ASCII yeah. art? <laughs> Yeah, you know. Emoticon? Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I I don't know my uh, late 90s to early 2000s internet slang, apparently. But less than three, yes. Uh, or an, an emoticon, as Mark said. Uh, but yeah, we're going to start with track number one, entitled Scientist, which is coincidentally the lead single as well. And um, yeah, to... To kind of um, open it up for the the whole group, what did you guys think about this being the lead single? Did you did you kind of agree that this was a good first song to come out of this album, or you know what are your what are your general thoughts about that? Before we start, just diving right in. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess. Because I, oh yeah. Because yeah. no, I was say I was gonna say because it makes sense, but also I wouldn't have picked it as the lead. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't have picked it as the lead single either. Um, I mean, it does sound like a Twice song, but yeah. I, it just, 
I think maybe the chorus could have been bigger. Yeah. Um, it's it's so yeah. vastly different from all the past singles they've uh, come out with. Or like lead singles with their past albums. Um, it just doesn't… It doesn't have that… It, it feels very like subdued to me. Because like all their past singles have been like grand and or like grandiose and like full of so much sound and like energy. It's just… It was very strange to like to start with this song um, as their single. Uh, when when we talk about the rest of the album, there's there's a way there's a ton more songs that have the same vibes as like all some like some of their like most famous singles of like the past two years. So um, yeah, let's 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 dive right in. I guess uh, Alamark, what did what did you think about the scientists? Yeah, I mean, some are the scientists. Um, sorry, what did you think about scientists? Not the Coldplay song, the scientists. The scientists. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So similarly, I think it's not like, like it's it sounds like a single, like Steven said. Like, but yeah, it's not as impactful. It doesn't have that extra punch that we expect from Twice songs, especially like y'all mentioned the chorus as well. Like the whole time, I was sort of expecting a second half of the chorus where it elevates even more. But we sort of never got that. Um, so that was like, that's where I thought it sort of like, it didn't, it doesn't stand out as like a single, um, like especially in the yeah. grand landscape of K pop, where this is not necessarily a sound that is super like, um, like unique uh, overall. So uh, yeah, I don't know. It just, it feels like another. It felt like initially another, more like another K-pop song that we're used to. Not so much as like a, a Twice song that would like be cause mm-hmm. for event. But luckily, there's a lot of uh, tracks on this album where it's like this whole thing is an event anyway, so that works out. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, sort maybe of, they. I was gonna say maybe they wanted to, to like ease you into this album and not maybe you right away with it. yeah. And so that while this is the lead single. Pretty sure, like many many other songs, will probably take more of the spotlight yeah. away from from this. So, like, if I were to equate it with like similar feelings to another song we talked about uh, this year, um, I would say it sort of had the same feelings that I had with uh, Red Velvet's Queendom, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. it's still a good song. It's a good K-pop song, but it's not like an elevation that I necessarily uh, expect from a group of that caliber. So, yeah. Yeah, I I'm as as we keep talking more and more about Twice, I, I start to like, um, yeah, because I was remembering what we did in our, um, our first Twice uh, episode, which I think was episode four, or it must have been four, three. It was no, three. no, no, it must have been like two. Oh, three. Okay, episode three of All You Can Eat, and I remember uh, a year ago. Which is still crazy to me to think about. Um, I remember a year ago talking about how I enjoyed the evolution that Twice was going through, and like the the uh, not the more mature, but just the 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 more fuller sounds and arrangements, and it just sounded like much bigger and like and and whatnot. But this this seems like a song that you would just slap into like a uh, a mini album or like an EP or something like that. Not like a major full album. And so a uh, very interesting choice to say the least uh, for me. But uh, I, and then at, on top of that, I don't know if I necessarily 
adore this song as much as I do the rest, and which is kind of which kind of sucks because if she didn't include all those other great songs, then I would have been this would have been like the de facto uh, great song for me. But it's just there's just so much like like meaty content in this album for us to talk about that um, I almost want to just stop talking about this song and just move on and dedicate more time to that, but. Uh, Steven, uh, what other what other like notes and thoughts did you have about this song? Um, yeah, I I thought that like a lot of the song sounded kind of similar to itself, or I guess it didn't. There wasn't mm. enough variation in it for me, especially yeah. in the drums. Like it stayed almost level the whole time, except when they took out the snare drum for like the pre-chorus. So I I think if there were some like changes in the instrumentation, it would have helped a lot. Um, but there, there are still some things I liked, especially with like the lyrics. Uh, I, I felt attacked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not like, licensed, so. yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I, you don't need one. You don't need a license, <laughs> really. Um, but you just need a beaker. Yeah. Oh, uh, don't get me started on their glassware usage. Well, actually, <laughs> yeah. I, do I can't get wait me started to, later. I can't wait for you to do, um, like, because you know, like in YouTube, how there's like, um, a, you know, a doctor reviews so and so from social. I, I want you as a scientist to break down oh, man. all the accuracies and inaccuracies of this. Yeah, this I, I, I took some notes on that, and oh, I also recently watched a K drama where. They used like the wrong thing for doing something, and like I don't think anyone else would notice. But I was like, "You don't use that for testing this," and it bothered me. <laughs> um, but uh, okay, I just just had one note about the lyrics. Other than me being uh, attacked, just I like that they use a lot of the same uh, rhyme, like. They had Einstein, sine, cosine mm-hmm. uh, style. They continued yeah. it throughout the the chorus. They said like science, license, minus. And I, I thought there was that nice continuation throughout the song. Yeah. So yeah, I, that, was, that was nice. Um, but yeah, I guess it was very much like consistent throughout. Maybe uh, suggesting something about the nature of science, even though they don't want the person <laughs> of interest to be a scientist. <laughs> Uh, Al Mark, do you do you have anything else you want to say? Yeah, I will have. I do have some notes about the song itself still before we move on to the music video. But like the the main thing that first caught my attention with this song was the pre-chorus because I already mentioned Red Velvet before. But that part reminds me uh, easily of uh, the pre-chorus to Umpa Umpa. Oh yeah, because it has the same buildup. I think it does the same like chord progression. I don't know if it's the same key, but it does like pretty much the same chord progression. So I can't unhear that every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like the first note. But I will say uh, my second note. I love the bridge on this song. I actually really enjoy it from the moment that uh, Diane starts her rap up until that. The especially the part where it sounds like it's going to be the chorus, but it's not. It's like a. It's a sequence that has the same lyrics, but it sounds different. Um, that part I really enjoyed as well. Like the, the, the what is it? This ain't no science. Mm-mm. Don't mm-hmm. need no license. Mm-mm. Like that part was really fun. I really enjoyed that. And uh, in between that, uh, Momo had the really like her had her low part, which was really good. I thought like her lower register suits her so well that they really got to use that more. 
Um, but yeah, the bridge is great in the song. So that's that's part of the song that I really liked. I'm, you guys know this. I'm, it, my. Oh, have any of your biases been changed? Have there been any records? Is there, it still the same? There is no group where my bias has changed more than twice. <laughs> oh, yes, it's changed yeah, so many times. Agreed. agreed. Um, but I, I'm, I think I'm still saying true. Um, but I'm almost like hesitant to join the Stephen train because um, I, I, I applaud you, Stephen, for consistently choosing Cheung mm-hmm. all throughout the the eras, but. I don't know. There's just something. Something's happening where it's just like. <laughs> oh, I uh, loved her like Frankenstein stand- bit. We'll talk about that. Yeah, later. I know. Yes, but I she's loved just her standing out bit. like way like more and more. Um, although that video you sent to us, Alamark, I'm I'm very. I don't know if it was a wig or not, but I don't like how Cheung has all like a jet black hair now. Mm. Um, it's 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 very weird to me. I've, I'm just so used to blonde or pink. Yeah, she looks but, good blonde. But I think I'm still. I I don't know if I what I said for uh, the um the what was that one called taste taste of love or something like that yeah taste of love yeah taste of love um I think I in taste of love I had switched to either Mina or Momo I think it's still Mina or Momo for this one mm. I think but yeah who knows it'll probably change if I yeah. see like a another video or like yeah. a, an interview or something like that. Um, but yeah, the the reason why I brought that up is because I appreciate any song or any like line distribution where Mina and Momo get like oh, a crap ton of lines, and I just feel like they they her with uh, uh I think I think Cheung was maybe she was there, but they had like solid moments in the bridge. I think they like almost like a duet, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, from the line distribution, and it was just it was really nice to hear. Uh, more of them because they usually get shortchanged um, in these, uh, you know, in these uh, singles and everything. So, um, yeah, yeah. Okay, guys. Sorry, since you're talking about biases, I think a bit like this comeback officially. I think I'm sticking now with Sana as my bias. Wow, now. <laughs> I'm to Sana now. So I'm so oh, sorry. Wow. That's wow, I'm, so, I'm so sorry, Sana. It's like my fourth or fifth bias in Hoy said this, but like that I've switched you at this point. So, yeah. Please forgive what I said in the Taste of Love uh, episode. <laughs> I also think about, I said something about Mina's lines in one song. Um, and I, I, I actually know what I said, but I won't repeat it, even though it wasn't, so, it wasn't bad <laughs> to me at least. Um, but yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think I'm still sticking with Cheung. Um, but as you know, one of the the members who has like climbed up the ranks, <laughs> I, I guess, uh, it is Chewy, especially in this. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I I'll probably mention a couple of things later on, but like yeah, and and I've seen a couple of just videos of her. She I, she has like a very she has a really nice sweet personality, but she's also really witty, and I like that a lot. So big fan of her now. Awesome. We love a good chewy call out. Okay. Are we ready, guys, to talk about the music video? Yeah. Yes. All right. All right. Um, I think I think it's very fair for us to start with you, Steven, because the, there are a lot of elements of the song that you're very familiar with um, in not only your uh, studies, but also your profession. Um, so... 
what did you think about this album? Or sorry, this uh, music video. Did it kind of match what you were expecting from the song? Did it change things? Uh, uh, and- well, hmm. I guess, I guess there are a couple of things I could comment on. Uh, and I maybe I'll start with the look of the video. As, yes. Um, I did coin a term the last time we talked about mm-hmm. a twice music video. <laughs> and as I was watching this, I did have to, I think, does this fit the criteria? Um, so, I mean, I saw, I saw patterns, uh, lots of colors. I saw some big props, oversized props in the back. So I will consider this another fine example of K-pop maximalism and yeah. <laughs> twice continuing to be uh, the foremost practitioners of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, which I think that does bring me to uh, part of the look is the set, especially uh, where their lab, I guess. Um, it's not... Uh, I, I was worried about certain things like their lab benches are, are just desks and like the lots of glassware with liquids filled very close to the top. Uh, you, if you bump into it, they'll, they'll fall over. So, I, and no one was wearing PPE. No one, there Ooh, should PPE be is very any, important. Like, uh, like no one should wear like shorts in the lab either. And like, um, I guess they did have a lot of robotic stuff. So like, it's a very modern lab and well-equipped. It's just um, certain things are a bit sloppier. Uh, yeah. So I, I didn't want to uh, dwell too long on that. Um, so uh, yeah, I think the the lab itself was put together really well. I really like the floors and the walls. Uh, much nicer than any place I had ever worked in. Uh, so yeah, I, I think that that's where I'll leave it for uh, the more science or like lab perspective I, I can bring. You know, I I might have to kind of I might have to respectfully disagree, Stephen. I know it's kind of crazy. We're I I never I usually just agree with whatever you t- with whatever you say because I I trust you wholeheartedly. But I will argue that this, while contained a lot of like patterns and whatnot, I don't think this was this music video was as bright as I'm used to seeing with um, with Twice. Twice has th- there was almost like a like the saturation was a little bit lower, and even like the color palettes, like they were very like pastel-y. Um So pastel itself is like a very like um, saturated version of um, you know your your blue, reds, and yellows. Um, and so I I thought this was a very uh subdued music video uh there were moments like in the uh the one where i think when during the bridge i think a lot more color was coming out but like again i'm used to the past like five six music videos just being like i need like an hdr um monitor to like really appreciate these vivid colors because like i um, maybe it's maximalism in its own way. Like, like if you're going to go all out with like pastel, then you're maximalizing that. But um, yeah, it was a weird, sh- it was a weird shift for me uh, visually. It didn't, it, it almost like complimented the song at the same time where it just felt like, oh, it's, it's uh, cause like, I, I don't know if they were trying to go for that because they were going for like the whole 
a scholarly look as well. So they, you know, you're not going to wear like um, a leopard print or whatever with your um, with your uh, skirt or something like that. But yeah, I I I I kind of wanted a little bit more. Uh, or I, I don't know if I wanted or needed it, but it was just very weird. It was just off-putting initially to just be like, oh, this is a really strange color palette. Um, but yeah, I didn't want to... I, I, it pained me to disagree with you, Stephen. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I, I wrote that down and I was like... Because um, I, I was going through the past music videos and I was just like, oh my God, I need like sunglasses to watch some of these videos. Um, but this one... This one outside of the norm of twice was the all the all the color choices were really beautiful and pretty to look at and um in a vacuum on its own very very well done video i guess um alan mark what about you what are your thoughts on things yeah <clears throat> i hate to bring them up one more time but then this <laughs> music video kind of also reminded me of red velvet's queendom in a way where yeah, I, the, yeah. where queendom is the Scarlet Witch to uh, scientists uh, Tony Stark <laughs> because it's like the, it felt the same where you yeah. enter like the room in the realm and they each have like their own role in whatever they do. It's just one's magic and the other's science. So <laughs> I just thought that was like an interesting thing. Like the color palettes, the aesthetics were pretty similar and stuff like that. So um, that's like visually what what struck me. But other than that, um, I thought. Uh, not I didn't really think too much about the maximalism part, uh, but I thought it was a fun music video to watch at least because it showed their personalities really nicely, um, like just them individually having fun. I thought that was really I really enjoyed that a lot. Uh, um, but outside of that, I there was like a lot of cool like outfit concept and choices that I some I liked, some not that. Yeah, there's some that I really liked as as opposed to some of the other ones. But yeah, uh, I like that they really leaned into the whole just science concept, uh, which is cool because it's not one that you see too often in K-pop, I think. Not that it's something that I need to clamor for more. But uh, yeah, but yeah, it's... I mean, yeah, I also don't want to um, sort of repeat anything y'all said already, so. <laughs> um. I want to like point out one of the choreo moments. It's the one where they're um, kind of doing like the the shoulder yeah. like back and forth yeah. thing, and then each of them are like doing uh, yeah. certain poses, yeah. and then like, oh, yeah. there's like a computer screen like zoom in for each yeah. of those poses. Um, they pose it was just like to this... say uh, O plus T equals heart. Oh wait, is that is that what they were doing? Yeah, I, I might have missed. Oh, that's a, that's incredible. Um, yeah, I. It, like chore- choreograph or choreography wise, I thought this was a very like a more simpler song. Uh, they weren't really going all out with any of the movements, um, and it, I, I thought it kind of lended really well to the video. Not only the video but the song. It was just like, um, just really like more elegant movements, I guess, uh, and that being one of them. So, actually, now that um, you mentioned choreography, I didn't write this down. I didn't have time because I thought about it during my drive today. But the choreography actually, like, that didn't stick out to me so much, especially for Twice, because with Twice, I'm used to having, like, there's one signature move that is, mm-hmm. is easily recognizable. And be like, oh, this is the dance for this song. Like, uh, of course, TT has the, the hands that they actually do in the, um, the 
O plus T equals heart. They do the TT. Uh, me, me, I think Mina does it. Uh, or the uh, fancy, the hand motion. Mm-hmm. This one doesn't really have anything like that, which is uh, strange when it comes to like twice choreography. There's very few I could think of that don't have anything like that. I think the only other one's like yes or yes. Um, but even though I will say, I will, I, I know after this recording, I'm going to catch myself do the little hand movements from the mm-hmm. beginning of the chorus. So, uh, yeah. I want to do the one where they're like, like doing this and stuff. Yeah. Or the the genius move too. I like the the yeah. Oh yeah. I like that, but it's like not doesn't feel signature enough. Where it's like, oh yeah, this is for this song. So. All right. Um, what else? What else, guys? What are what what other fun moments did um you want to bring up? I, I I know we we started bringing up the Cheyong part in the bridge. Oh yeah, I like that part a lot. Um, Cheyong, yeah. it reminded me of how. In like the, what in the uh, oh god what other what is love videos yeah what, what is, is love? love like well she does get these very specific like specific movie sections yeah and, uh, I I just liked her black and white section here and they actually changed the, the the size of the her video and it was just really like fun and playful so yeah really like that. Yeah, I think that comes consistent with like. Yeah. For some reason, when Diane and Cheon have those raps, yeah. it's like it changes this like this stylistically. The music video shifts to something else, um, like with "What Is Love." It like where everything else is movies. It's like well, they're still doing movies, but Diane had commercials, yeah. and then um, uh, at that you know Cheon still had you know the what was her movie? It was a uh, Leon the Professional. Yeah, that one. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but still, like I feel like the the pacing or visually, it felt like just different. Like, mm-hmm. So, um, kept consistent with that. Oh uh, yeah, I do want to point. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, sorry. go ahead. Um, uh, I liked how uh, Jong Yeon was in the video and she had her scenes, even though like she wasn't in the dance parts, and like they still kept her in, in the video. So yeah. I just appreciated that a lot. Yeah, though she shouldn't be working with live electric uh, electrical like that, pulling out that plug when she has like, I know, a locked out. You need the, to turn off the… Yeah, and shut off the power, <laughs> lock it out. The power. Uh, wear the proper PPE, <laughs> arc flash gear, stuff like that. <laughs> um, but speaking of arc flash gear, I do want to point out some of the, the outfits in this music video because there's some that I really did like. Since we're already talking about Jonghyun, I liked… Uh, her the light blue outfit she had, where it was like, um, like the the crossbody like uh, coat, like jacket over oh, yeah. the shirt, which I thought was a really cool take on like a suit. Uh, which that one felt refreshing. I liked that a lot. Um, and also, I really liked uh, when they were all wearing pink. I love Sana's uh, dress there with the feathered like uh, bust section. I thought that was really nice. And it suited her uh, lavender hair really well too. I don't really have. I just liked all the outfits. I don't really have. Yeah, I think overall this one had strong outfits. Though, yeah, I do feel like the navy outfits like felt really out of place because it's like there was all this brightness, and then all of a sudden at the end, it's like yeah. it's so dark, and it felt very uh, like. It just didn't stand out. It just felt very um, like not damp, but uh, <laughs> um, what? I'll take it. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it wasn't. It didn't feel like it had as much energy. Yeah, they those outfits reminded me, or the gray ones reminded me of the ones in, in "I Can't Stop Me." Like they look. Oh yeah. Very similar, especially Diane's in, in that scene. Um, but also those scenes just confused me with all of their clones in the audience that, that they're suddenly performing for. <laughs> I liked that. I appreciated the fact that they were able to like do a camera pan and yeah. have them like come acting. I, I don't know how they did that. Like that was some great CG work right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess. I in reviewing the video right now, I'm wondering. Oh yeah, sorry. In reviewing the video, what do you think was inside the egg? Was it them? Oh, Were they hatching wasn't themselves. It, wasn't I th- it a was cat? That, oh yeah, it was a cat. <laughs> with like oh, it was a cat with like little antenna, right? Or like yeah. little I don't know things coming out of its head. There was a dog in the video at some point, and then yeah, the is that just Momo's dog or something? <laughs> oh, yeah. it might have been. Yeah, but then I think that it was a cat. That's when they all like crowded around. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, I didn't <laughs> I notice the antennas with the cat. Was it like the signal it, antennas? It those, <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. Yeah. Oh, there's there's a move right in, in signal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I totally missed that cat. I have no idea. What- Towards the end. Oh, I see. They're petting it. Okay, yeah. never mind. <laughs> there it is. Oh, another okay. note. I liked. Uh, I liked Momo's red like streaks in her hair a lot, especially when it was up in the bun. She looked really mm. cool with that. And like the red Riding Hood outfit. Or yeah. Something like that. With the, she she was reminding me of like Harley Quinn in a way. Mm. Her, like yeah, and she looked cool when she was hat. coming through with that uh, with the bat. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a bejeweled bat. I think. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Good. Yeah, Momo was my first twice bias, so like that's where it's like there's still have a little bit of that connection. <laughs> but that was like four biases ago. So <laughs> <laughs> I love that way to measure time. <laughs> four score and five <laughs> biases ago. And four biases ago. Oh man. <laughs> oh my god. When when you were a young lad, Momo was my bias. Okay. Okay, let's uh, let's move on. We like I said, we have fifteen tracks to cover. So that was the scientist, and we just finished track number one, boys. So let's move on to track number two, entitled "Moonlight." And guys, I think this is my favorite song. I I think I think it is. It's definitely high up there Um, because this song was just well, one, it was in all English, so I I it, it was I really appreciated that. Being able to finally understand from beginning to end every single lyric of a song. But two, it was just fun. It was just so much. Uh, it just lifted my spirits and it made me want to dance. It reminded me of like the, uh, it reminded me of like All Night Long. Yeah. Richie. That's my note. It just, re- <laughs> it just reminded me of just this, this good time, like the 80s, where like you just enjoyed the music that was pumping out from. Quincy Jones or something like that. It was just like all this amazing like energy. And I just, that's, that's all I really wrote down. I was just like, uh, it, it reminded me of a, it, it was like almost coming out of Taste of Love where you're just 
now it's like the nighttime of the summertime and like you're having like just a, a chill night and partying and hanging out um but yeah uh that's that's really what i <laughs> that's really what i wrote and um yeah i don't have anything more to say uh, I'll, I'll i'll listen to it while you guys talk and i'll figure out the moments that great I you mentioned all night long that was my first my first note is just <laughs> all night long uh <laughs> but yeah it reminded me of that like from the beginning with the drum the percussions especially uh, either that or it could have been like uh more upbeat like phil collins song as well uh mm-hmm. like i cannot believe it's true is one that comes to mind that's a song that i just found out about this week i was like there's got to be a, a phil collins song that reminds me of this and then i just randomly searched and that was one um, yeah, or it also reminds it could have been uh, the song playing in that park scene from the movie Jungle to Jungle. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, no. <laughs> That's my note. <laughs> Steven's like, I live that every single day. Yeah. Um, that's that's a very obscure reference that I understand because I've recently watched Jungle to Jungle recently. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I, I, should, I should say I watch it every month. That's it. Oh, I got it. I got it. Got it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, my bias in that in that movie is Mimi Siku. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay. That's Stephen. Have you seen Juggle the Jungle? I have. I don't watch it every month. Uh, <laughs> not even every decade, or <laughs> I don't know. Uh, just one decade. That probably one just once. Well, I know we were hyping up. Hyping it up in one of our Zoom calls, but uh, it's on Disney Plus if you want to. Oh yeah, watch that's watch right. It, so. I guess and now I'm at a role. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I, what, what else do you guys want to say about this song? It's I just mean, so, it's just good. Yeah, it's good. Vibes. I, I yeah, I would probably say this is my favorite song too. It's just <laughs> yeah. so Whoa. fun. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. I, I had a lot Alamar, more. Just choose songs it now. Just that, change your mind. I can't. <clears throat> change your mind. It was hard. Scratch out like, all the songs that you yeah. wrote. Or all the notes you wrote for that song. Man. Okay. Like for this, yeah, for the second song, just to right away be my favorite. Even <laughs> I know. like the as I kept listening, I, I there were a lot that I was like, oh, this one could be my favorite too. But then I came back to this just also because of how fun it is. To me, it sounded like like my childhood, even though I didn't live mm. exactly in the decade of the the music I, I think some some nineties like children's movies had songs like this too but jungle to jungle yeah it's just like <laughs> I won't name any but uh, uh, yeah it had like this sound that it just perfectly evoked that era of music mm. and the instrumentation was pretty simple but it was nice like or the the sounds were pretty basic but. They worked perfectly. There was cool percussion. Um, and I just really want to uh, highlight like the first verse with we got a little bit of a lower like register from Mina and Cheong in the beginning. And oh, yeah. I thought that sounded so great because um, it's lower than what we usually hear from them. And it was like kind of a long line for them to sing all in that uh, register. So I really, really like that. Um, but yeah. Uh, Oh, and then the one other note. The song, they use the term, they, use the word, they have the word sprung in it. And I don't know if I've heard a K-pop song with that word. And it it like, it like fit perfectly with the the song too. So 
Uh, I, I thought that was really fun to hear. Okay. Um, I it's it, it's no wonder why we love this song so much. It was arranged by the stereotypes. So I mean, oh, that's right. Yeah. So uh, I mean, what 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 don't you love from those guys, right? So yeah, I will say this, not my favorite their, song, but it's top three, top four for me. Yeah. So. This is twice as bad boy, I guess. If we could, because I don't know how how often stereotypes uh, collaborates or you know arranges um. for. Uh, K-pop, but I, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, listeners, if you don't know who the stereotypes are, just go listen to Bad Boy by Red Velvet and go listen to any Bruno Mars song. Apparently, just seems like that's the, that's their pocket. They understand that era so well, and like I'm sure they pulled like inspiration from All Night Long and the Phil Collins song and everything. So yeah, they usually do uh, songs for like SM. Like they've done some, mm-hmm. they've had some NCT, but I don't. Rec- this might be their first. JYP song, like song oh, for cool. a JYP group. So okay. Well, wow. Kyrie Irving. I'm... Sorry, why is Ky- I'm looking at their the songs they've written for him. Like Kyrie Irving popped up here. <laughs> I think it was for his Uncle Drew movie. Okay. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay, um, let's move on, guys. Let's let's keep these commentaries going. Uh, moving on to track number three. Um, Entitled Icon. Steven, I would love for you to start our conversation of this Melanie Fontana track. Sure. Uh, to me, this felt like uh, twice like deciding that they got a taste of… Or, oh, oh, man. But they, they did a KDA song and then… Uh, it feels like their own kind of take on a KDA song. Uh, especially with the pre-chorus. Um, it felt… Very like serious, and it had this kind of epic sound to it. Um, but yeah, one of my favorite things about this was that uh, Cheong had a very long verse in this. It was like twelve bars, and that is very long for like a rap verse for a toy song. So um, that's probably like my favorite part about this. And then uh, Momo also got a lot of the the damn, I got it. So uh, that was good too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I really enjoyed this song. I think for me, uh, we haven't seen like this lo- like this same level of like attitude from a Twice song uh, that uh, in a while, at least like that I've been waiting for. Uh, maybe since "Make Me Go," which is one of my like favorite mm-hmm. uh, B sides from Twice. Um, but yeah, that that I I like that they had this because this is not sort of. Um, like lyrical content we get from twice a lot of the time where it's like they're following themselves in that way of like like damn I got it I'm iconic yeah. that's it's such a good line and another like fully English song as well so um, yeah I thought I I thought it, it was really good I me- did I mention probably my second favorite on the album wow uh, yeah I, like I really like oh. the song a lot I like the arrangement a lot with the instrumentation uh, the use of the horns I thought was really nice in this one. Um, yeah, I really, I just, I enjoy it every time it comes on. It's, um, I brought up Melanie Fontana because, like, it, it very much uh, oozes full of her, like, her production style and everything like that. Like, a lot of these, um, a, lo- a lot of sounds that we're used to in the pop world, in the American pop world. And, like, I, I thought it, they, they smashed this song out, out of the park. It was a very, very great song and catchy. 
And like, I, I, I really want to just like quickly touch upon the fact that this is another like heavy, oh no, all English song or all, all English track, right? Like, I appreciate the um, the steps that they're taking because like I don't recall an album having so much English from Twice. No, um, no. I mean, yeah, the feels so is the first ever all English song, so right. So um, it's it's just it's it's wild to like get so much in this album. Just to again speak to the um, the fact that they're being universally accepted like across the, uh, the I guess universe <laughs> that's what the universe universally means um I'm sorry quick correction yeah. they uh they did do an English version of cry for me but uh wow. the feels is the first one where the initial release was in English ah uh, gotcha yeah um and yeah for me I I this was another cat uh, icon was just another catchy song uh, amongst a bunch of amazing songs that I would love to talk more about uh, as we go on. Um, guys good with Icon? Want me to move on to the next song? Yeah. Move yeah. on from Icon. Ooh. All right. Track number four is entitled Cruel. Alan Mark, what did you think about this song? Are you going to me because it comes in strong with that bass? <laughs> No, 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 no. I, I'm just saying because no. it's it's your turn no, to no, start out. No, yeah. um, <laughs> I mean, every song in this album comes strong on the true. bass. Uh, yeah, this one, another song I really liked. Uh, it ha- it hits that really classic like uh, disco funk uh, vibe that we know is really uh, that Twice really excels at. Uh, so um, yeah, it was nice to hear that. We know like this sound. We know this sound is Twice's bread and butter. They know they could hit it really well. And this is a really good uh, arrangement, like written song for them. It suited them so well. And and it sort of like starts off a string of like the same kind of style of disco funk songs. Uh, but yeah, just... Um, yeah, I, I think my favorite part of this song though is the strings. That really pulls it into a really nice disco feel. Mm-hmm. Um, like... I think nowadays with like retro disco concepts, they don't put enough strings in it. They really emphasize synths a lot. But yeah. I, th- I feel like strings are such an almost an integral part when it comes to doing uh, uh, when it comes to doing disco style. So I'm glad they had a lot of that in here. They swelled really nicely. So yeah, I uh, really enjoyed this one as well. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you said, especially like. Especially um, going back, listening to the rest, and then being like, "Oh, there are a bunch of these songs like this mm-hmm. right in in a row." So uh, I like that they put them all together right here, even though there were a couple even later on. Uh, but yeah, I love the strings. Um, I liked how they also just kind of kept uh, that that nice like bass and then kick snare pattern throughout, um, even even though it's pretty pretty simple. Um, and uh, I felt like the the chorus, it it also brought back like this this retro sound. Specifically, those um, commercials where they say, "I learned it by watching you." Uh, that's what these <laughs> lyrics uh, brought up to me. Um, but yeah, uh, oh, and they also they this is I think the first time on this album they say the. The words like a fool, which is one of their early songs, but they also, I think, have this line in another song uh, later on. So it seems mm. like a, a, a reference that 
it's just an Easter egg for their fans, I guess. Oh, and Diane would be the one that puts that Easter egg, because huh? <laughs> she didn't oh. write the words for this. <laughs> Are uh, you saying there's a twice cinematic universe or twice? <laughs> I did say there are <laughs> There yeah. is a twice musical universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, d- d- not to <clears throat> echo too much about what amazing notes you guys already said, but um, I just loved how we just, like Stephen, you were saying, we were just continuing this like disco funk uh, groovy train. And it's just, uh, Stephen made the joke last. Um, <laughs> last week where he said like it wouldn't be fall without a twice release and i feel like if they continue this trend of just groovy disco fall releases i'd be very happy like they can they can do like uh a release every uh, 3 months or something like that and so their 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 lane for fall is just uh fun groovy times and so i love that um okay we're doing great, guys. Uh, when, when do you guys want to stop? Track seven? Track eight? What do you think? Because we're only on seven. track four. Okay, let's do seven. I think seven will be a good stopping point. Okay. Um, let's move on to track number five. Um, entitled Real You. And I don't want to take this away. <laughs> Uh, so who wants to say that uh, amazing part in the chorus? Anybody? You, you can just say me. It. Okay, yeah. okay. I uh, I really love that part in the chorus. That's gonna be my main note. It's like the um, where it like like right before the chorus is it drops and then it it kicks in with the um, um, I'm trying to remember the lyrics or trying to remember the way it sounds. But the I, the iconic part about that moment is that that. That clean guitar that's happening in the background. Oh. The one that's like, uh, oh, I, I gotta listen to it again so I can like hum it out. But um I really, I really enjoyed like I really enjoyed the chorus in this song. Um and also I don't know if you guys picked this up, but it I feel like there was a lot of um portions of this song that had similar cadences to uh TT. Like a lot of the I don't know if you can hear it like I did, but um, um, a lot of the li- a lot of the delivery of the lines were um, running the same like uh, you know uh, runs as TT to me. It was it was a really I'll, I'll have to point it out like more specifically which parts I'm talking about um, for you guys later. But but yeah, I I kind of you know I kind of like that where it was just it was like very reminiscent of. Because uh, I, I listened, I think I've listened to that song the most uh, out of twice. But, um, but yeah, Stephen, what did you think about this song? Well, I actually also pointed out that I thought there were really interesting vocal rhythms, but I didn't think of any songs in particular. So yeah, I'll probably just go back to see or uh, listen to TT as I uh, do every day. And then uh, some other things uh, <laughs> I, I liked. Um, I felt like even though it had that uh, like funk uh, foundation, the, it also took like other elements. And it, it to me, it sounded very like contemporary K-pop, even though it, used, it does very specific like retro influences or references. 
So I think it felt like the most contemporary in that way. Uh, and it had that very like busy production sound that I think I would like into, I would like you to TT. (laughs) 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 The realization in your eyes when you realize you could do that. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, Yeah. So I, I, but to say that, (laughs) just (laughs) to actually make that point. uh, Yeah. It has that, that reminded me of TT in a way. Um, but yeah, and also in the end, they use this synth that sounds like the one that they use in a, this one Dean song or in the bridge. And I forgot which Dean song it is, but it, it's very similar. And I think they use it again in another song later on. <laughs> um, I, I would be remiss uh, not, not uh, to, to mention that, to not, not to mention that this was composed by, composed and arranged by Ear Attack. Uh, ear attack. <laughs> ear attack. Sorry. Uh, okay, Alvark, what are, what are your thoughts on this song? Yeah, so but this one, uh, I think standing alone, uh, it's a really great, fun, funky song. But I think where it's placed on the album, it sort of gets forgettable for me. Especially mm-hmm. because it's sandwiched between Icon and… Oh, not Icon. Cruel and Fila. I think those are two like much stronger songs of like the same retro ilk uh so uh yeah like every time i got to it i wouldn't realize i got to it and then all of a sudden it was fila so um i mean that's also like just me listening to this album sequentially and there's a lot of songs so some are just gonna get lost in the shuffle so i don't have many notes on this one um but i know like if i listen to it on its own uh, i like it so awesome Okay, I'm so sorry, uh, Once fans, but we are going to have to keep rolling in this commentary. We would love to spend two hours per song, but we got to keep this train going. Um, well, I might spend two hours about, on the song. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that one song do you want you wrote all those notes for, we could probably do two hours on that song. Okay, track number. Six entitled, entitled Fila, which is a uh, a brand that I like to wear occasionally. Um, but Fila stands for fall in love again. And who went? You know what? Go ahead, Al Mark. You can you can talk about the bass in this song. <laughs> oh, I wasn't gonna talk about the bass. I'm gonna talk about the chorus. I love the chorus. Okay, in this okay. Don't talk about the chorus. Yeah. So the chorus itself. Oh well, that mean oh, I'm hearing the bass right now. So now that you pointed it out, it's so good. But the chorus <laughs> is great. Uh, this one, uh, still with that disco-y feel, um, 70s vibes. It reminds me a lot more of the Bee Gees a bit, especially since they're all singing their head voice, high register. So it's really fun with like the quick jabs of melody, sort of like staying alive, but it's uh, in a twice way. Uh, so that, that made it really fun. That's why this song stuck out to me a lot. Um, and this is one where it definitely makes me want to dance every time I get to it. So uh, yeah. But this sort of like rounds out like the... Like the trio of like super 70s style songs. To me, this sounds, uh, I, I brought this song up a ton of times, so I'll bring it up again. I, I'm a big fan of Levitate by Dua Lipa. Um, and this song, in a way, sounds like if you like spliced up that song, Levitate, and then made your own song. And there were a lot of 
components to this song that felt very familiar uh, sonically. And I really enjoyed that. It didn't sound like Levitate, obviously, but I was hearing a lot of the same instruments, a lot of the same… Um, a lot of the same like energy, and so it it was just I I can't uh, I can't say any more than what Alan Mark said. It, it was just uh, it was just a fun song, and I, I just want more of these types of songs from Twice. Uh, Stephen, what did you think? Yeah, uh, of these three disco songs, I think Feeler is my favorite of the three. Um, I I just loved. Ha- also, a lot of the strings that they used. And then, especially in that chorus, they have that ah lead in into the, the, the rest of it. I, I love the you got me's also. Like, I, yeah. I think those, that line is so good. Um, I think it's also like Nyon and Jiho are trading off like the, those lines throughout the song. Um, so that was great. Um, one thing that caught my ear was in the second verse. There's this drum fill that sounds exactly like the one that's used in Baby Blue Love. And these two songs actually share three of the same writers. So Mm. you can go and find it. I I went between Uh. the two and it it feels like they have that like keyed up. And then they for this song, they didn't end it with like a crash symbol that they do in Baby Blue Love. But it sounds pretty much exactly the same. Oh, Nyon wrote the lyrics to that one too, right? <clears throat> oh, yeah, she did. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, interesting. She <laughs> just wrote all the, yeah. the disco, or all, most of the disco funk songs, right? All right. Um, yeah, I really like this song. Okay. <laughs> Guys, let's talk about one more song before we go to our break. And it's entitled Last Waltz. It's the seventh track of the album. And I will start our discussion by saying I loved how this song felt like a waltz. Like I I was like listening to a waltz being performed in action. I don't know if it's like the uh, time signature or just the the way the instruments were happening, but it was it almost the waltz is always like it feels like a very formal um, regal type of dance. Uh, that's the kind of emotions I get from it. And so, like this song, um, also like you could imagine like um, if if you saw a bunch of ghosts from like the Victorian area or something like that, uh, the eighteen hundreds, and they're dancing, and like it's it's almost like this is the type of sound that you would hear. And like it, this song had a very um, uh, it, it had a very uh, great groove to it, but also it had a very haunting feeling to it. Uh, it's more specifically when it gets to the um, the pre-chorus, I think, or is it part of the chorus? The one where it's like a dun 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 dun, like that part. I was just like, whoa! I like that part so much in this song, uh, and I was just like. Uh, I was just enjoying. It. I mean, in the in the song, they 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 say the line, "Can we stay in this moment?" And I wanted to stay in that moment of the song. It was just so. I felt like I was doing the waltz as they were singing that part. Um, yeah. Um, who wants to go? Who wants to talk about this? Sure, song? I can uh, just go off that dun 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 pre-chorus part. 
And it probably felt like a waltz because that part was in 3-4. And the waltz yeah, is always time in 3-4. I'm so learning, guys. They, they do like go into it pretty seamlessly. And then I, I don't know if they... To get back into like 4-4 four, four, if they use that plate breaking to like... Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah, they yeah, also had an extra it. two counts in there. Yeah, so. yeah. So, I mean, that I thought that was really cool and just really well like inserted in there. Uh, and I, I loved the feeling it had. Uh, very dramatic and haunting, like like you said. Um, and like the, the chorus, I thought just was... Like very, it was a lot cooler than I thought it was going to be. It kind of made me think of, well, because of the way that video looked, uh, like Red Sun by Dreamcatcher. Like, uh, just that is very similar. Uh, that's a good vibe. pull. Um, that's a good and, pull. But yeah, that's like, yeah, I guess that's all I would really want to mention. But I, I like the song a lot too. All right. Well, here come my two hours because this is my favorite song of the album. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I hey. love this song so much. So here come my two hours. But uh, oh, since I you- thought you were. In- I thought it was going to be about hello. Okay. But- <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, you already mentioned the time signature change, so I won't focus on that too much. Um, but yeah, I think it sounds seamless though, because there. Because uh, the song is in four fourths until it hits that moment, and I think they go right into doubled, uh, not double, half time. But stretch it out into a six eight, mm-hmm. so it sounds like a waltz with a three four. Really well done, and then they add that extra two counts, setting resetting it back to four fourths with the glass shatter to sort of like it sort of breaks you out of that trance, and then we're back into like the actual song itself. So I thought that was a really creative move, uh, creative move from a group of writers who I really liked. Uh, looked them up, so there are three people tied to the song: uh, Shim Yunji. Uh, Leah Hazel and EJ. Uh, Shim Yunji wrote uh, Love Foolish, which is my favorite Twice song. And she also wrote three tracks on Wonder Girls' reboot album, which is one like the greatest K-pop albums to exist. Uh, Leah Hazel wrote with Shim Yunji uh, Hell in Heaven from uh, Eyes Wide Shut. Oh. Uh, Eyes Wide Open, not shut. That's a movie. <laughs> Eyes Wide Open. Uh, <laughs> cool. She also wrote Promise Nine's We Go and 2PM's oh. On My Way from the Must album we covered. Uh, and EJ co-wrote freaking Red Velvet Psycho. So it's like all of that makes sense why I love this song. Um, but yeah, it's like, I think we mentioned like I did enjoy the retro disco funk vibes, but we've heard that from twice a lot. This was, I feel like the first song of the album that felt like a more forward moving song that I was hoping out of twice. Like something where it's pushing them to a different level uh, that we haven't really seen from them. So Really enjoyed that, and it helped that it was right after all those songs too. Uh, I'll try to breeze through these notes, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the instrumentation I really loved it. The whole song, for the most part, is just strings. It's a nice contrast between plucked strings and the those flourishes of bowed uh, strings that come in. I thought that they uh, like the, the juxtaposition of staccato and legato coming from the same type of instrument was really really cool and really well done um and then right into the chorus i love the vocalizations they made with the harmonies the mm-mm, it's right in your face great effects in there um and i like that they didn't bring the waltz section before the second chorus i like that they just went straight to it because oh. the chorus is so strong in itself that like you just want to hear it again but then bringing it back after the bridge was a smart choice because you need to hear that section still at some point in the song. 
So yeah, just well thought out, well written song. Um, and then my last note is Sana in that bridge was a revelation because you don't hear her do anything like relatively even close to belting. <clears throat> and the fact that like she just like went there at the end of it was like part of the reason I guess why she's my bias now. But also like I would love to see them develop a nice belt out of Sana because I think she has a really nice voice. And uh, now that like developing more outside of just like cute like uh, shy 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 stuff. <laughs> Uh, is really nice. Like watching her vocal development has been really great. So, yeah, uh, those are all of my notes on on uh, last waltz. <laughs> okay, um, I I guess I guess that's a great way to cap off side A of this discussion. Um, cool. So when we come back, we will have eight more songs to talk about. How did we get more <laughs> songs to talk about in the second half? At least we knocked out yeah. all of our favorites, so we don't have any. Yeah, that's true. We can just like kind of go through. Oh, I want to spend we? two hours. <laughs> Steven's like, actually, I changed my mind. It's um, actually, I do like candy. It's scientist anyway. rehab. <laughs> <laughs> rehab remix. Uh, when we come back from break, we will have a game brought to you by Steven. Right? Did I get yes, that right this yeah. time? Okay, perfect. And uh, we'll talk about the rest of this album. So stick around. We'll see you on the B side. All right, welcome back to the B-Side. As you already know, we like to play a game when we come back from break. And this week's game is brought to you by Steven. So I'm going to hand it over to him and he's going to let us know what we're going to play. Take it away. All right. So I'm bringing back a game. That oh, no. It's only right for Eastside an Tops. artist oh, with no. a discography oh, no. as big as twice. <laughs> We've done it with Ethic High. Yes. We played it. With IU, and we're playing it again. That's my oh job. We are doing Isak Toast yes. for oh, no. twice. Uh, the same rules apply. I'm just going to play you a clip. They're going to have three songs played at the same time. You have oh, to no. tell me which is the song from this album. Um, there are you seven monster. songs. Uh, so seven rounds. Uh, using seven <laughs> songs from the album. That's the most... Rounds we've done for this game. Uh, actually, I should tell you guys. I can tell you which songs to, so you don't like. Oh, just yeah. pick. Uh, oh, yeah. Maybe mm. if you can write this down somewhere. Yeah, um, again. The possible answers are. Let me read them in alphabetical order, so <laughs> it's not the answer of the authority of the answers. Uh, the order is. I mean, the the songs are cactus, candy. Fila, uh, Hello, Real You, Rewind, and Scientist. All right. Okay. Oh, God. So, um, yeah. Uh, I guess try to... I, I, this one, there are some like... Themes, I guess, but it was there were a lot of songs I had to think of, so not all of them have the easiest like uh, connection to the other two twice songs. But yeah, let's get straight into it um, with round number one. 
Oh, hold on. Okay, here we go. Listen carefully and. Would you like it again or are you good? I'm good. I'm good on that one. Okay. So round two. The, the mishmash of sounds it it almost becomes poetic in a sense it's just so beautiful to listen to what i've settled on doing is uh aligning the one beat so they, the beat one the beat just comes in at the same time and yeah it, it's easier to edit but it's also sounds really bad okay round were you okay with that one round two yes okay, okay with that one. Oh no i didn't make you a tiebreaker but here's round three it's okay <laughs> i think it's this song okay i was listening to uh, <laughs> uh, uh <laughs> Uh, like emo, <laughs> but oh, I was listening uh, to Bill Special more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll go to round. What was the third song you were uh, listening to? <laughs> oh, well, I was listening to. Uh, <laughs> all right, okay. uh, I think it's this song. Okay, okay, round number Okay, I think I got that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh round okay, round five. All right. You guys good with that? Yeah. Okay. Round number six. I think I okay. I think I got okay. That one. We can play. I think I got another it. one or them again later on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Give me number seven. And last round, number seven. Oh, that one is so good. <laughs> that one's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That one's really good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, wow. I feel like you guys got them, or maybe I didn't make. I them. might have missed one, but okay. I think is, I got. There, I, I think one? I got all of them. 
Is there anyone you want to hear again? You know, I'm so confident that I don't think I need to listen to any of them again. Well, same. <laughs> okay, I guess we'll, we'll just go through the answers. Or, uh, oh, actually, send me your answers, and then we'll, we'll go through. <laughs> uh, okay. He's, he's trying to think I don't, of a tiebreaker. Uh, yeah, I don't even need to uh, go through the answers. Like, I don't... I will, yeah, now I'll go through the answers, but we have a tie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, sorry, Steve. Why don't I just say that you guys both got both got all of them right? <laughs> uh, I think it sounded differently on my uh, computer or when I was listening to it. Where the main the answer was quieter when I made it, and then when oh, I listened to it for, here, for us, it came out it, more. they were like there were pockets <laughs> where you could just clearly hear okay. what song was coming. At so, least okay. so it's all good. That's uh, yeah, but yeah. let uh, without going back through the rounds, the tiebreaker will be uh, each of you send me a question number and then one of the other two songs in that round. Oh god! Oh god! <clears throat> Out of memory, right now? Yes, just from memory. <laughs> if you can, uh, if you, someone can do it first wait oh my god okay uh uh um oh god wait, wait, wait. name of a song <laughs> wait 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 we, we we just we just made oh, a we joke about this we, we, we just mentioned, mentioned what song, song was that for the same wait, wait. number 2003 yeah <laughs> what round was that one <laughs> all right well i'm messaging or I can do a, a one-second rule version of it. Ooh. I'm doing this. Okay, let's see. I, I sent my answer. Did you send one now, Mark? I did you send both one. sent... Uh, no, none of these, these <laughs> did not have uh, either of these songs. What? Did I mess up? Okay, maybe <laughs> I will pick... Okay, if you want to send me another one, where if like we can do this one more time, and no, then... no, no, I well, I could just do process of elimination. Um, um, but if you want, just pick a random song, and then first one to come up with the okay, other, okay, with one of the other songs. So then that way, sure. Let me pick a good one. Um, okay, I'll do the last round. I feel like this one maybe. That's not the name of the song. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I don't think that's that's not the name. Of the that's a uh, song. Okay, uh, but uh, round. I'll play you round seven, and if one of you can tell me what one of the other two songs. Ooh. Okay. Oh, the way those notes. <laughs> it's like uh... <laughs> it's like minor chords all then, I have no idea. Then maybe I'll I pick a, a different one. Yeah. Uh let's go to round number uh four. The, I'm picking ones where they don't have like singles or like mm-hmm. really popular singles. So round four. Oh! 
Uh, is that one of them ice cream? Chuck. That is correct. <laughs> what? <laughs> Was the other one? Uh, no, I can't think of the title right now, but it's fine. I lost it. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I should have waited for you to give me an answer. No, it's fine. Um, the other song on there was Handle It. That was, uh, uh, that was the title. <clears throat> yeah. But- I like how we, we, we each uh, hone in on the, uh, like the <laughs> yeah. other songs. I love it. I I think I should just run through them all so the listeners will know. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah, are. I forgot about that. Um, I realized, yeah, yeah, we okay. for, I forgot yeah. about the other important people. <laughs> and we are trading wins, it seems. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. So round one. Okay, that one. <laughs> yeah, it had. I, I can't. You can't, can't stop me. Plus, oh, it's alcohol not, free. Alcohol free, and oh, it's not loading right now. Hold on. Oh. I don't know. It's not loading my. Yeah, and that was scientists. Um, I picked like two other singles or two other recent singles just to accompany the latest. So round one with scientist, round two. It's almost like the it's like a cloud of um oh, how did that of works? just mess around like in, in my headphones and then underneath it is just the song that's, that we need yeah. to like it just I, all, for a lot of these uh, isoctoses it was just like oh I hear it okay finally <laughs> so but that that song was Candy um, and the other two songs were Candy Boy and Candy Pop but this was the clip I had Candy Pop was almost in my last game Oh, oh yeah, um, yeah. But that candy pop—that's Japanese. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, round three. Yeah, you both got this one. I'm glad to see. <laughs> it's like oh, the rap. That one, of course. <laughs> I, I picked uh, one of Nyon's parts from Hello. Airspace. Okay, round four. Uh, here's round four. Okay. We do know those two, or all three songs there, but I'll just play the part from Rewind. Um, uh, Round five. Uh, 
So this one was. That was Fila, and the other two songs were TT and SOS.、Uh, all just kind of acronym type things, so that's why I picked those.、Uh, round six. My ears. Why did this sound worse the second time around? <laughs> <laughs> The, the answer was real you. And the other two songs there were Ho and Baby Blue Love.、Um, no, I'll just love was what I meant when I said heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Okay.、Uh, okay. Last, last one. I'll just do it again. We've heard this three times. <laughs> it just gets worse as it goes on. These the three clips they all have kind of like very powerful vocals here, but I picked Jihyo singing the chorus.、Today. And the other two songs on that were、uh, "Like a Fool" and "One in a Million." So yeah, those were all seven.、Um, but congratulations, Chuck,、uh, for winning. But also, well done to both of you for getting all of them right. <laughs> Good job, Stephen. <laughs> It's、I、two games in a row where I got a... twice. Wait, did I get a perfect score? And in... oh yeah, you、I、got two weeks in a row.、Oh, two weeks、God. of perfect scores. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm feeling good.、Um, pun intended, I guess.、Uh, I'm feeling good after that win.、Um, sorry, Almark.、Uh, better luck next week.、Uh, but if you if you win, oh no, you can't. There's、week. no way for you to win next week. So better, <laughs> better luck, luck in two weeks.、Uh, so Stephen, you have to win next week know, to keep、okay. trend going. If I win, I will have accumulated the most points. I will. I will be first place for the first time in our ever since we started this podcast. So I'm.、Ooh. You're. Yeah. It's you're、wow. on, Stephen. Or it's on, Stephen. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I'm just elated from that win. Um, I am not elated. Well, <laughs> we have the fact that we have to talk about the second half now. Almost a full other album. We're gonna have to condense into、we、one side. So we'll just barrel through it. So. Um, track number eight is entitled "Espresso," and I'm sorry, guys. I didn't know what to write for this song. I wrote two question marks. I didn't. I couldn't produce anything.、Um, so maybe listening to you guys, something will spark in my head. So who 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 feels the most、um, convicted to talk about this song? I mean, I actually noted this as one of my like top. Five, four or five songs on the album. Oh, okay.、Uh, and 
There are two notes I'll mention. Uh, for me, this reminded me of certain Boa songs like "Better" yeah. and uh, "I'll Eat You Up." So it was. It kind of had this throwback to a more recent era of music. Um, and then the other note uh, is that is about the bridge where they bring back that that synth from um, "Real You" that I, I mentioned was also like in a, a Dean song, uh, but also in the bridge. Uh, even though I really, really like this song, I feel like in the bridge there were so many like instruments and layers where the vocals started to get muddled in the bridge, and um, I, I think they could have like taken out one thing or just given certain sections more space for the vocals. Um, but it, that didn't take too much away from the song because I really love that chorus and it, it makes it for me. Yeah, say I think I would also put this in my like top four or three songs of the album as well. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's about I mean, coffee uh, <laughs> allegories. I oh, yeah. always enjoy. Yeah, you, um, you love your coffee. Yeah, I also did not anticipate for it to start off with like an ASMR intro from Sana, but also like I'm not going <laughs> to complain about that. <laughs> <laughs> this is Sana's album. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's really yeah, uh, it changed a lot of things. But yeah, it's. Um, Really fun, really interesting. It sort of reminded me of it could have been like a, a more like recent um like 2 p.m. song also. Mm. Uh has that like really interesting like melody and uh yeah, just like a cavalcade of arrangement like instrument synth and instrumentation going on too. So yeah, that's sort of what it connected I connected to the most. But yeah. I'm looking forward to you every single morning when you get your <laughs> your first coffee to just quietly mutter to yourself, E S P R E S S O. That's who I am. I've been, I've been doing I've been doing uh, drip coffee lately, not not espresso. Oh, okay. So I need a D R I P C O F F E E. That's C H E M E X. It's a campaign. That's what it is. <laughs> H A R I O V six zero. That's who I am. <laughs> Please, I can't wait for this to be our inside show. <laughs> wait, no, one, no one uses the Hario V sixteen. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. On W V sixteen. <laughs> oh god. Okay. I think that's Move a punch on. up, right? For yeah. the lyrics. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Great great. I have start. an idea. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows what that <laughs> is, right? <laughs> My cheeks, my cheeks, guys. Uh, all right, okay. These cheeks, the ones on my face. Okay, okay. Let's 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 take it back. Let's take it back to let's rewind oh, our discussion to track number nine entitled "Rewind." And um, yeah, this was um, I I thought um, I I I wanted to point out the fact that this was a very vocal heavy track and with that it had a lot of pretty vocals to me and um i i just generally enjoy the fact that this was just 
a, a more laid back, mid tempo type song. Just something to just kind of melt in. And uh, yeah, it was a, it was a good break uh, from <laughs> what was this massive first half. So uh, yeah, uh, Alan Mark, what do you think? Uh, yeah, this one actually, I feel like I ended up enjoying more than I initially expected. Uh, um, but yeah, it, because it hits like that jazzy ballad that I really enjoy in K-pop. Um, it reminded me specifically of my favorite CLC song, Breakdown, uh, which is great. If you haven't heard that one, that's a really great song. Um, but particularly, I love the harmonies in the chorus. Mm. Uh, yeah, the vocal direction on this one was really nice. Um yeah, I think something like the more and more they like grow and develop as artists, I hear a lot. I, I notice the harmonies a lot more in their arrangements, and I think uh, it's a testament to like they blend really well, and it's really well done. So yeah, um, yeah. I'll, I'll just mention I, I, this is where I would bring up Red Velvet. I feel like this could fit in like or it'd be one of the Velvet side like songs of theirs. Mm. Um, and I really liked in this song the addition of the vinyl crackling sound, in, especially in the silent mm. parts. Yeah. Uh, so that really worked. Um, yeah, and I don't have too much else to mention. Um, I'll just note that the lyrics for this song are almost entirely in Korean. So it, it's, Ooh, I feel like I like hearing that. Um, yeah. that no, like, it's just English words thrown in. Yeah, yeah. Um, and to... Members, I'll mention uh, Momo gets some lines that are in her like lower range that Alan Market mentioned earlier, and she sounds great. Uh, second, the suggestion to give her more lines where she can sing uh, in that uh, range for her. And then in verse two, I ha- I've been going through my notes and like not saying anything about the the notes I wrote for Chewy, but like they're all like. She sounds great in this part. So I just want to mention she sounds great in verse two. <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I would say this was like also like one of my top five songs on this album. Nice. Yeah, this one's good. <laughs> I like uh, as we keep going in these songs, we're like, this is like one of my top yeah, six songs. I had to count how many <laughs> I songs. put like a star next to. I have 11 top fives. <laughs> <laughs> Your top fives have their own subunits. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is one of my top fifteen songs. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, I'm I'm very much looking forward to talking about this next track. It's such a when you find out the real meaning behind it, it's just <laughs> even it's just way better. But um, <laughs> uh, let's move on to track number ten entitled "Cactus," um, uh, which is what we were alluding to earlier in the beginning of the pod. Um, uh, I guess I don't want to start with you, Stephen, because I don't want to just typecast you as like you're the rock guy. Um, but this was this this to me felt like a really like interesting. The rock guy? And, <laughs> I'm the rock. I, yeah. Well, I guess I don't know. You guys are equally rock to me. I don't know in your own way. I guess maybe no. Actually, Alan Mark, you're the rock guy. That's what you were. Um, A6 is my favorite band, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, so. Can that you that smell makes it easier like for the rock guy. It's cooking. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> this is the this is the most awkward yeah, yeah. podcast, and I love it. I love it. Okay, um, Al Mark, do you smell what the, this rock guy or what the? I don't know. I tried to spin that my own way. Um, since 
you are a rock guy. You are a true rock guy, Al Mark. Um, what did you think about this rock ballad? There's really a loud car out there. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this song. Uh wouldn't say it's a top four or five, but I did still really enjoy it. Uh, I love that this is uh, composed by Jiho, like uh, co-composed. As, as I think this is the first like actually composed song by a Twice member that showed up on their album. On any album, I think, which is really cool. Glad they're finally doing that because I'm, I'm sure they've had a lot of um, ideas flown in their heads for songs. But yeah, I was actually surprised to hear that would be more like more of a rock song, though. Um, I haven't, I don't think I know much about uh, the co-writers, uh, the co-writer yeah. Coke Paris. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that was very surprising. It did remind me, since it is rock, it did remind me a bit of like, it could be an FT Island song, like… Their song Severely is what, like, is the images that came to mind and having that kind of music video. Uh, but oh, yeah. did not expect for for me to think about an actual cactus that would be the subject <laughs> of the song. I honestly thought this would be like, oh, it's a residual from, like, her breakup with, uh, um, I'm forgetting his name. It's okay. I don't need to know. <laughs> uh, well, except when he does, when he releases things. But, um, uh, yeah, but uh, Kang Daniel. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, mm. but then when I actually found out that, well, um, that uh, in an interview that she said, like, she wrote this song about a cactus that she had, uh, seeing like Jonghyun and uh, Momo laugh, I'm like, oh, that's a joke. But then I remember, is Gio that funny? And then I recently <laughs> found and shared a video with y'all of yeah. like from last year where Jonghyun, Jiho, and Sana, like, repotted cacti and they like had actual cacti i'm like oh no i think geo is like actually wrote this song about a cactus about her cactus that died so i'm like oh that was that was the biggest surprise to me <laughs> oh, so that's man. all okay <laughs> that's my notes i i like the fact that it's uh it just makes the song so much better to me because at first i just thought it was like uh, yeah, you're you're very prototypical rock ballad where you have like, oh, it's almost to the point where it's kind of cheesy, like the '80s, um, uh, just, just the, those that that area or that era. But I, I just it just became so much better to me when I found out about that cactus thing. But because initially I thought it was just um, uh, your typical love song, but I guess it really is a love song about um, about a plant. those that are close to you. Yeah. Um, I I I also thought it was just it was fun. It's it's nice to get all these varying types of genres in this album because I, I don't really get to I, I I'm mainly listening to singles and like other lead or others you know lead singles and regular singles, but it was cool to hear this or to hear them perform this type of um the song. Okay, the second rock guy. What do you think? <laughs> uh, yeah, not too much else to add. Uh, but I pulled out the for the game a clip of Jiho singing the chorus because I thought like she just sounded so great, and that the melody of the chorus is so great um, that I thought it was like a really emotional song. I felt like I was picturing OSTs or like just scenes from mm-hmm. a drama in my head while I was playing. Um, yeah, there's some cool moments in the song. Uh, they switch up the 
second pre-chorus in the verse, second verse, I thought I heard a pedal steel. So I'm just going to add that to my country uh, prediction list. Uh, and <laughs> yeah. then uh, I do also want to mention, Chewie had one line in the bridge, but that she stood out once again to me in that section. So <clears throat> yeah, uh, I thought it was a really good song from Twice. Awesome. Okay, now we get to the fun part, guys. We're going to have a trifecta of subunit tracks. And I'm very excited to, uh, to, to talk about them. So um, let's split it up. Uh, whoever will go first will be determined. The person who will go first will be determined by who has a bias in that subunit. So <laughs> um, yeah, let's start with track number 11, Push and Pull. And Alamark, you get to start us off. This track has Gio, Sana, and Dayun. So you as the Sana. Perfect. Um, Gio was Sana also bias. Uh, at one point my bias is that also. <laughs> okay, okay. Right. Oh, perfect. <laughs> then this is the perfect song to start off with. Uh, yeah, so uh, even though I did mention all those notes about like the the disco, like there's a lot of that, the almost like, you know, not being very forward, like with the sound. Um, but I would say this is probably my favorite song out of all the the, the three unit songs, actually. Um, I think it stood out the most out of all three of them. It's a really well done, like disco inspired, uh, funk inspired song. Um, I really enjoyed the uh, the chorus a lot. So um, yeah, I think it suited the three of them really well. I, like, um, yeah, I don't know. I when I would have assumed a three-person subunit. I don't know if these would be the three that I necessarily would have expected together, but it worked really well with the sound. Um, uh, the pre-chorus, I really liked as well. The, the the can't keep my cool part, like, it's it's really cool. So, uh, yeah, I don't have a lot of notes, but this is my favorite out of the three. Awesome. Um, I also really enjoy that we get a little bit of uh, that retro disco back, just to, just to remind you, like, this is still... A twice album, um, but aside from that, I, I just I thought it had a really catchy hook and was just another enjoyable song in what is already a very very enjoyable album. Stephen, what about you? This of the three unit songs, this one is also my favorite, um, and yeah, I loved the same things you guys liked about it. Uh, mm-hmm. In the second half of like the choruses, I, I just love the. I try to play it cool lines. Uh, yeah. As much as I enjoyed the the um, the you got me's in, in Fila, like they they felt I felt like they worked in a similar way for for those songs. Uh, and then um, oh yeah, I, I like the second verse, which had those kinda, uh, like sung rap sections. I think they all did really well there, and uh, especially like Geo was really good there, and then. I like Sana sounded great too, but I wish they gave her a better line to end than Ahu. Yeah, it's all right. Like, <laughs> could have I don't know, could have been a little more interesting. Um, but she does get that very cute moment still. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, this was a favorite of the unit songs. Cool. Let me do this real quick. <sighs> okay, moving on to track number twelve. Hello. You heard a little bit of it in the game, mm-hmm. but Steven, um, it has Chae Young in it. Yeah. <laughs> Please start our discussion on track number 12. 
entitled. All right. Hello. <laughs> um, so I think we had briefly talked about this, and I feel like I know how you guys feel. But what I'm gonna say is like, I'm not mad at this song. I actually, I I kind of like it. Or uh, no, I like the song, and uh, and one, it would just be uh, a great song. To come on at a concert, like if they play this in New York, yeah. I, the whole building will be shaking. And uh, shout out Long Island. <clears throat> but uh, <laughs> <laughs> the um, let's see, what where am I? I feel like the song is like I don't know. It felt a little weird to me uh, because it, oh, yeah. it has basically just two types of sections: the the rap section and then that. Vocal section the that vocal, are just so good. mashed together, and yeah. I like that they just like splice it in like very abruptly, um, and then like their their voices are so youthful, but this beat is so hard. Like this eight oh eights are super hard, um, and it just there's something like weird about this that is really I, I enjoyed a lot, and I just have to say. Like I think Nyon's like pretty nice on the, on this beat. Like she sounds pretty <laughs> good. Like in her, especially her first like rap lines in the second verse, and then that dynamite or Armageddon uh, section. I I thought she she wrote the beat really well, and I just am imagining her having so much fun recording this. <laughs> um, yeah. I I think you're right, Steve. This is like a really weird departure uh for me for um just for twice specifically i mean we've heard tracks like this before and coming from artists where uh the it felt more authentic i guess and so i think i had to uh, like you were saying i needed to listen to it a little bit more to kind of understand what the heck was going on because at first i was like wow this is so out of left field it's so cheesy sounding it's like i don't it, they're trying to sound hard, but it's twice. I can't really see you as like a, a hard group. But then it almost started becoming ironic. Like I started liking how weird it was as well. And um, while I, it's not like my favorite try, I, it might be. I don't know if it's the least favorite. I don't. I don't know yet. But it's definitely uh, slowly inching its way up in my rankings because it's just so. Like the first note I wrote for the song was what, and then um, the second note was I'm Liddy, yo, <laughs> and, and now I just want to incorporate that into my vocabulary. I just want to tell people how Liddy I am. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just uh, I, I I'll echo the same thing. I really enjoyed the chorus. Um, it was just really pretty, um, and then we came back to the cheesy rapping part. But it is what it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is my third favorite out of the three. <laughs> um, Alamark, what did you think? Was it a was it a travesty? Did you feel offended? Were you tr- triggered? Were you attacked? <laughs> no, it's song? not. No, not like that. But I was concerning if this would be my new misfit. Honestly, uh, <laughs> I'm not going that far. I'm just like I, don't, not I thought con- about it too. I'm not. I, I don't think it is. Yet. I'm, I don't think I'm just convinced yet. Maybe I do listen listen more, but. I don't know. I I don't like the the back and forth of the two different styles as much. Uh, like I just, it's hard for me to find the relation between the two where I could feel like feel like I could connect it. 
Um, but like, yeah, Stephen, you've mentioned like I'm sure like they had a lot of fun recording this song and doing it. So like, I, I would love to see like the like the footage of them in the studio yeah. recording this. I actually would love to see it. Um, as long <laughs> as they're having fun, then I'm having fun. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I really don't have other notes on this <laughs> uh, because That's of fair. that. I was I was curious to see what the, like some of the songwriters on this, like what else they yeah. have done. David Dwar's name come came up in a he uh, arranged DJ Khaled's "I'm the One." He oh no that. wonder why this is great. So, <laughs> so stuff like that. That's where his name pops up. So yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm good with my time on this song. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. Track number 13, my turn to talk, um, entitled 132. And this one has, uh, let's see, who's in this one? Who did I not say already? Uh, Jonghyun, Mina, and uh, Chewy. Um, and I. I let's see. I I really enjoyed like the the mid tempo like you know like maybe even slower tempo but like the very reggae sound to it, um, very islandy uh, sound to it, and I I don't necessarily like the song as a whole, but I liked very specific moments uh one of them being the i, I thought it was really really catchy the follow 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 your tempo um but uh, it was cool like the first 20 times and then like at the end of the song they just kind of just that's all they sing for the rest of it so it's like okay that's a hook we get it um but i i liked how word worldly it kind of sounded at the same time there was like a it it was almost like i i couldn't think of the exact instrument but i just um um, very, very like unintelligently am calling it a snake charmer flute, it, like kind of in the background um, uh, of the the reggae sound. And yeah, I kind of liked I, I kind of like this too. Again, sec- this is second favorite. Um, Alan Mark, uh, you know what's funny? the, the name of this, Song is the order is the ranking I gave for these three songs that we just talked about. <laughs> One, three, and two. Same, you know so. what? Same. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? Okay, uh, Alamark, <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> uh, actually, I don't have too many thoughts on this one either. It uh, sounds like it. I feel like it would have fit really well on their more and more mini album. Um, mm. But it also reminds me of all the songs like and that era of Mama Moo when I wasn't really the biggest fan of them. So I think I connected a little bit too much to that. So like this song ended up being a little bit forgettable, I think because it's so, it feels so repetitive as well. Um, but I don't mind like listening to it. It sort of just passes through as I get to the next song. So uh, yeah, I don't have a lot here. Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't have too much either. I, I said maybe this is like a card song. Um, I, I, I like that flute yeah. too. It was very kind of had this folk sound. Um, or not like American folk, but just like, I don't know, folky instruments. Um, but I did like the concept and the idea of the, the lyrics of this. And they introduced it right away. Like they say one, two, three in the beginning, but then 
say what they do in the comments. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll mention I Mina's section. It was like she has a she had a nice flow on this too, which could have fit on hello. Uh, and even like she obviously had a lot of lines on this, but so she did sound good. But like it's not I'll specifically I don't know point out that she was the best or like stood out in particular. Yeah. So yeah, I maybe I'm not sure if I would say this is maybe this is my third of the unit songs. So oh just, yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, yeah. maybe I, I guess so. you really like hello. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One, two, three for you then. It, one, yeah, one, two, three. Cool. Okay, we're almost there, guys. Hang in there. We can do this. <laughs> All right. And uh, it, it's it's nice that this song is coming up next, track number fourteen, Candy, because it's it's really. Um, sort of a levity, kind of like. Um, uh, I mean, I, I I'll just say it's a sweet, sweet relief, I guess, from everything we've heard throughout the album. And, um, you know what, Alan Mark, I'll go back to you. Let's uh, let's let's hear your thoughts on Candy. Yeah, this song I actually really really like. Uh, mm, me too. I think in retrospect, this might end up being like my top five or so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that. It's, it's like for me, so listeners. good. It's like I love how nostalgic it feels. It sort of hits a yep. little bit of like a duopy Motown sound that I really enjoy. Uh, yeah, and like I absolutely love the uh, the harmony part and the. Uh, the the post chorus I believe yeah uh, that's probably my favorite part the um God how's that melody go uh, the the candy sugar so sweet darling yeah that part is so nice it feels like a pillow I d- that I just want to like lay down as like the cool side of the pillow so it's like nice and relaxing like that's 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 how it feels that's how the song overall feels uh so yeah I I really enjoyed this one. Steven, did you think this song was pretty sweet? <laughs> I did, yeah. I felt like <laughs> this was kind of a return to Twice's like earlier sounds and themes. Yeah, kind of what yeah. peop- maybe what they were known for t- during their, their early years. Um, but yeah, I love that post-chorus. Um, and this song had some great, very like prominent bass, but it didn't make this a funk like disco song. So uh it was yeah, just really like this. And it's another mostly English song, right? Oh, uh, I think all in English. All okay. English, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just like all the English songs, apparently. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. And they're good. Um if this song came out a month ago, I would have put this in the game for the in the <laughs> October oh, yeah. Too bad. I know. Um and my my only notes that I want to point out is just um, I really like. Oh, you guys already mentioned the post chorus, like the falsetto, is so great. Um, mm-hmm. but even they it, they did a really great job of just adding on more elements to this song to just be more ear candy for you. And it's just in uh the second verse, I just want to specifically call out the like there are these amazing like harmony backing vocals happening like. Um, constantly, and it was just so, so, so nice to hear. And it's just, it's, um, I, I forget who said it. Was it you, Alan Mark? Just like a, oh yeah, the the other side of the pillow. It's just, it just feels so smooth listening to this song from beginning to end. So, yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Also, okay. notice this was written by Shift Key, who also wrote their one B-side, Make Me Go, that I actually referenced oh. earlier, which is uh, a com- yeah. completely different vibe from this song. But <laughs> yeah. I like that uh, they have that range. And yeah. It's really- Fantastic. Okay. Do you guys want to talk about the feels? I know it's like a bonus track for the digital. I mean, we have the English, like mainly English yeah. version, I guess. I think the physical copy has the Korean version. Well, if if anybody, ha- I don't really have any notes for it, but if anybody has anything they want to say, go ahead and drop it, and then, uh, um, yeah, cool dance. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's all yeah. over TikTok, dude. That's all. That's my note. But no, I mean, it's a, it's a fun song. Yeah. yeah, it's very catchy, very uh, earwormy. Yeah, maybe yeah. it has some of the things that uh, scientists didn't mm-hmm. have as much or yeah. do as well. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, we have both as singles, so that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thank you guys for bearing through all of that. What a monster album to cover. Um, do you have quickly, very quickly, any any final notes about the album you want to talk about? Um, yeah, I, I think I yeah. like that this might sort of feel like the most like twice album so far because what's nice is that None of the songs have any co-write from JYP himself. So there's no whisper oh, coming in, yeah. which is really cool. <laughs> and it's the first one where we actually get a song composed by a member, which is great. So I'm hoping to see more of that. Uh, more more of the members, less of the JYP, which is nice. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but yeah, I think... Um, I know, but I also think because, like I mentioned, there's a lot of that, like, um, like you know, disco funk sounds. I feel like they... I'm also kind of scared that they might be shoehorning twice into that sound a bit more because they found they realize it's like a bit of the bread and butter that does well, especially with uh, the feels and stuff. So um, like I don't want them to like go a route where they just keep sticking to that thing and don't really push forward with different sounds that I know um, they could really like pull off and do well and like take more risks essentially. So I'm hoping for more risk taking, um, though they're like. That disco-y sound is like they do that so well. So mm-hmm. um, need to find the right balance of that. So that's what I'm hoping for the future of them. I guess whenever we do a fourth episode in twice, because it's bound <laughs> to happen. So. It'll be next summer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think okay for me, one of the most remarkable things about Twice, I think, is how much or like how prolific they are, and just how good their songs are for how much they produce and like mm-hmm. and how much they're working uh, it's it's pretty incredible um but what i'll say is that i think i could have enjoyed this album if they even took out a few songs like i i yeah. i'm not sure oh, if everything thing, yeah. i it, it would have had the same impact on me if like I don't know which ones I would pick, but some I think I could have been removed and it would have still been a cohesive, like great twice album. Um, I, I think I it didn't have the same impact that the last two mini albums or albums had uh, when I listened to them, even though it has a lot of great songs on it. Um, so yeah, I'll just echo what Alan Mark was saying. Would like to see some more risk taking, but um, yeah, I loved how they featured certain things that uh, we don't always hear from them, specifically uh, certain like members 
uh, or giving like Momo giving her some lines that we always hear a certain range for her. But uh, yeah, uh, really, really fun, enjoyable album. Uh, it is as good as like anything they've made, really. But I think, yeah, it's maybe some editing would have helped. Um, I totally agree with everything you guys are saying. Um, this album just further solidifies that Twice is my favorite group. I love Twice so much. They are so unstoppable. They just produce such great stuff. Um, but I want to echo what you were saying, Stephen. Um, I was fine. I the it was, it was. Thank you so much for bringing it up because I I felt it was overwhelming the amount of tracks. Like it just felt like I had. I it was like. It's so hard to pick a favorite. Like I, it, and so what happened was, a, a, many tracks overshadowed each other. Like I had to pick two between like like my favorite children. I guess like I, I just it was just so hard to. And um, not only do I want less tracks to like really just tighten up the package, but also allow for the other tracks to shine in their own light. And um, um, yeah, I mean that's. It's 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 all right that it's all in the same package, but like, um, I, I I'm afraid that I will forget some of these tracks because I'm so fixated on my favorite ones of it that that they would probably shine elsewhere. So, um, I'll just have to make sure to <laughs> just just listen to the whole album every single time. But but yep, love twice. Hopefully we we can all get tickets and see them uh, when they do their world tour. All right. Well, thank you everyone for choosing to dine with us. Uh, we really hope you enjoyed your meal and we hope to see you next time. Please make sure to check out our other episodes and leave us a very good tip on any of your favorite podcast platforms. You can follow us on all the socials at How You Can Eat. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And you can even email us, howyoucaneat at gmail.com. We love reading your emails. So uh, send us whatever you, whatever you like. All right. For Alan Mark, Stephen and I, it has been our pleasure being your leaders. So long, stay safe, and we'll see you next feast. See you. H-A-L-L-Y-U-C-A-N-E-A-T. That's who we are. I'm going to have to edit the theme song again. <laughs> <laughs>